Welcome to Beyond the Peak Podcast, where our mission is to help high performers, entrepreneurs, and creators liberate themselves from their ever-growing chase in the rat race to embrace a life of freedom, expansion, and inner peace. On this podcast, we interview entrepreneurs with at least six-figure size businesses or people who are top performers in their field who have discovered that there's more to life than just achieving the next goal. I'm your co-host, David Pere, adventure, spiritual seeker, entrepreneur, coach, and creator. And over the last eight years, I've traveled around the world, built multiple online businesses to over six figures, helped some of the top influencers scale multi-seven-figure brands, and coach hundreds of leaders to make a living doing what they love. And I'm your co-host, Oliver Wolf, proud husband, father of twin girls, Leona and Kira, and adventure seeker. For the last decade, I've been a serial entrepreneur, starting my own businesses, as well as coaching others to six and multi-seven figures while maintaining a beyond-the-peak lifestyle. If you get value out of this podcast, we'd appreciate you liking and commenting on the episode, subscribing to the show, and sharing it with anybody you think would benefit. We'd also love to hear from you on social media by hashtagging SeekBeyondThePeak when you post about our show. And now, without further ado, let's get into this powerful conversation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Beyond the Peak. We are here with Mr. Preston Smiles. Bro, welcome to the show, man. Excited to have you here. Let's go. Blessings and blessings, fellas. It's um, just such a beautiful full circle moment to be right back in these seats. Agreed. talking on zoom loving on each other cracking jokes <laughs> it's good man it's yeah good. bro it really is it really is so i'll give a little intro to who preston is and uh, obviously here with my with my partner with my partner in crime oliver wolf <laughs> partner in crime today. interesting way to put it partner considering the theme let's call it partner of loving onto the world <laughs> partner of love partner of light yeah we are not gay um <laughs> All right, let's drop in. So Preston Smiles is a global influencer, master coach, seven-figure entrepreneur, international bestseller and speaker, but more importantly, he's a force of love in the world, embodying his mission of love's voice, here to remind us of the one truth that love is, was, and all there ever will be. He's also the father of four amazing kids and a wife of a badass in her own right, Alexi Panos. And personally, um, you know, I've seen my life, you know, radically transformed by Preston's teachings and his leadership. I've gotten the privilege with Oliver to get to work within his team in Kaboom and the mission that they're on for over a year and a half. And so I've gotten to see the ins and outs of, of your world, P, and the work that you're on. And it's been a blessing to be a part of this journey. And I'm so excited to have you here to be able to dive in with you. Hell yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah, Oliver, man. you want to kick us off with the first question to dive in? Yes, please. And thank you. So, um, yeah, one of the first things we want to ask as we get into this whole thing is basically, it's kind of obvious considering the theme of our podcast, but what would you say is the key to living a life that is both wildly successful, right, by the standard terminology of successful, and aligned with health, family, and lifestyle, and all the things that someone actually has passions for, but often puts to the wayside as they seek that one peak? Mm. the key i don't know if there's one um i will say that one of one of the most powerful tools that i've been able to acquire um and really embody is um learning how to pivot and shift um without being attached 
um, I think that, not even I think I know, and they speak about this in Buddhism, that the attachment is, is the beginning of all suffering. And so when we become attached to outcomes, right? I used to be attached to how much income I made and and then and I switched that to uh, insights and impact and the income came based on the insights and the impact and all of that was available because I was dancing in the now dancing in the isness and recognizing recognizing that um, in this moment and it's all the moments leading up to this moment all my needs are met so um, we get trapped in this ego game because the the ego mind will, will never be satisfied and we're continuously trying to satisfy it from, uh, through the game of outside in versus inside out and i've been in this trap multiple times hundreds of thousands of times but i've also gotten out of that trap hundreds of thousands of times and that to me is what makes me powerful. Not that I don't fall, not that I don't fail, not that I don't have the experience of um, wanting to, desiring to have my cup full from riches and cars and houses and, and, and you know, having the best relationship and things of that nature. Those things aren't bad or wrong per se. The question I sit in often is, is it working? Is it effective? Does it feel good? Mm. And being, and you know this because we've said it a billion times in Kaboom, we say a high intention, low attachment. So I have a high intention to be, to be a weapon for God's love. I have a high intention to be a, um, you know, a, a transformational facilitator, a good husband, a good father, a great citizen. I have a high intention, but I'm not attached in such a way that I am blinded by what else is trying to move through me. Uh, what else is trying to be uh, birthed in, in my consciousness? And so, uh, in a word, maybe. Maybe is where I win. Love that. That's interesting. I've actually not heard you say the whole maybe statement at the end there. Um, also got to recognize as usual, lyrically beautiful. I love mm. listening to you and your voice. And, uh, and I think that that really lends. Um, I even just think of my own experience and anybody else's. And even uh, we had John Broman on the podcast. He mentioned something similar of like, pain is just the difference between expectations and, re and reality. Mm. Right. And it's similar to what you're saying is like by setting these expectations of what we want. Yeah the moment they don't arrive and if we're attached to those expectations that's when yeah. we feel that negative negativity real talk the thing that i'm reminded of often is um, spirit can only do for you what it can do through you mm. and so the game is to become a vessel for for that which we call whatever we whatever we want to call it god spirit buddha krishna jesus allah source whatever we want to call that thing it can only do for us what it can do through us. And so if I am attached, if I believe I am not good enough yet, if I, if I don't have enough followers or enough comments or enough podcast subscribers or enough fill in the blank, that is a signal. We know at this point 
what the mystics have known for thousands of years, which is we are energy. We are isness dancing. When we put a microphone on each of us and keep breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down, we will find no thing. And so our job is to become no body, is to, is to uh, move out of the way. You know, I've taught this for many years and I learned it from my mentor, Michael Beckwith. There's four stages of consciousness to me, by me, through me, as me. That yes. through me stage, third stage, that's where we say, Spirit, use me. Let me be a beacon, a vessel of light for your love. When we move out of the way, become nobodies, everything is possible. Everything is possible. And I don't mean this in like, um, and no offense to anybody who's extremely woo woo or super out there on the spiritual tip, because I am too. I just do it in a very grounded way. And right? like I'm, I'm a gangster. And also, I get <laughs> that uh, there's only one thing ever happening. Yes. And that thing is called love. And it's, um, it shows up in many, many garbs, but it's all the same thing. Um, and uh, what's beautiful about humans is we have this thing called reflective consciousness, um, where we can look back and reflect on. Uh, mm. I think that's what makes us different than a deer or an elephant, perhaps. Um, and um, sometimes that reflection, um, we can be we can be tricked uh, by the inner critic, the inner roommate that's constantly trying to tell us that we're not good enough. And the question we have to ask ourselves is, where did I get that idea? And then if we keep looking and keep asking, we might find that that idea was not ours. It was handed to us in, in the films, in the television, in the radio. It was handed to us through characters like Clint Eastwood and Hulk Hogan. It was handed to us through the Ninja Turtles. It was handed to us through our parents. It was handed to us through the church. It was handed to us through our parents who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents. So all of this is a setup, a setup for us to be experiencing life with, on layaway, right? Get good grades so I can, right? Get into college, do good in college so I can get a good job, meet a good person. All of it's always over there. And uh, I think slash know that that is one of the biggest issues with uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, one of the things I do behind the scenes is I coach all these, you know, quote unquote, big time people. And I did quotes there because big and small is relative, right? God doesn't know the distinction between an ant and an elephant. It's all isness. Um, however, to the outside eye, I am coaching people who would be considered celebrities and really, quote unquote, rich people. And what I've come to see, and it's a part of why they make their way to me at some level, is mm, I am not caught in the illusion. They are big, but not because of what they have. They are rich and wealthy, but not because of what's in their bank accounts. And I think people are begging to um, be led to, to, to receive some layer of truth that resonates with their soul, because we are threefold beings, body, mind, and soul. We're at our most powerful when all three are aligned. I'm going to stop there. I know I got a lot to say, but uh, I could go <laughs> on and on and on. <laughs> Love it, bro. I, um, you're at your segueing it perfectly regardless. So I appreciate you stopping there and... Um, man, I love everything you're saying because I found the most 
fulfilled moments of my life have been in your own terminology when I am in the pocket. So when I am coming from a place where it is not me speaking or acting, but it is something that is coming through me. And I feel like my journey has been, how can I arrive more and more into that space of now so I can be the vessel that I'm here to be. And I feel like sometimes I, you know, I can say that and recognize that it's not easy sometimes in the day-to-day life of, Mm. You know, there's so many things happening, right? Yes. We have a family, we have a, uh, we have a business, we have all these responsibilities that are trying to take us away from what is here right now, or it's sometimes it could feel that it's trying to take us away. Mm-hmm. And so my question for you would be equally, how do we come back to that moment? And also, you know, how do we create more of a life where we're coming more and more from by me? into through me because I feel like so much of the world of success and entrepreneurship lives in that state of by me consciousness of Mm -hmm. I am here to create my reality versus there is something bigger that is coming through me Mm. to create. So how do we come back in the chaos and then choose to embody more and more of through me consciousness versus by me consciousness? Yeah, it's interesting, man. You said a mouthful there and there's a lot, a lot of layers to that conversation. Um, Hmm. One of the first things I would point at is it's, it's almost impossible to transition um, through those stages of consciousness if you believe that one is the best, that one is better. Um, what I've been sitting with um, and keep remembering is there's a lot of gray. My, my ego mind wants to be right about things, even the things I don't know. At least I know that I don't know it. And it's all this ego trick where I'm um, trying to create safety and put things and people in boxes. And uh, the more, I'll say this, the, the deeper I study, the less I'm attached to right and wrong, good and bad, left and right, because all of it's relative. All of it is relative. So uh, that, hmm, I'm going to jump and this is, it'll make sense. When I used to be an actor, uh, there was this statement that, that acting teachers used to always say, no small parts, only small actors. And I believe the same is true for entrepreneurship. Um, if you can bring joy, presence, mm, harmony, uh, abundance to your emails. Uh, It is that uh, the quote from the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas that states, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. Mm. Now, the question is, is, is that at some pinnacle moment where I need to bring it forth or is it every day? Mm. Right. What is this? Because we want, we all want to think it's the moment when I'm doing my Ted talk that I bring forth what is within me. <laughs> Game time. Yes. But for me, and, and uh, I have some, I had some students in stretch 22 asked this maybe a month ago. Um, it was a particular, it was a gentleman and he was saying how, you know, like, like, I know this stuff, bro. Like, 
You know, I just like, like, I want more, like, give me bigger distinctions. I want more distinctions. And I said, bro, talk to me about like, do you feel like the outer? Cause as above, so below as within. So without, do you feel like the without is matching the within? He's like, nah, man, like, um, you know, I got my second eviction letter and X, Y, and Z. And I said, okay, this, so let's look, let's pull back, pull back, pull back until we see what's really happening here. And what I sort of helped him see is that no small parts, only small actors. He was trying to get high on more distinctions because he thought the information is what this thing was about but it was never about the information. It was about the transformation. It was about the demonstration. And so him feeding his mind was another ego trick. And so I reminded him, reminded him that one of the reasons why I believe I win is because in the boring, in the mundane, in the day-to-day stuff, I find joy. I find presence. I find peace. I find abundance. I play like my children do. I was watching my, my uh, two-month-old son uh, on this couch right behind me and uh, maybe an hour ago, and I was just like transfixed by him. Just like, why, why can't I just keep... And I kept biting his ear and his cheek, and I just kept kissing his chest and his stomach, and he the was best. cooing and... Ma- yeah, the best, right? And he was cooing and making all these little sounds, and I'm like, why do I want to eat him? And... <laughs> I, I ask myself that every day. Yes, yes. And then I was like, because he's so present, right? He's, I'm transfixed by this being, just like I am when I'm watching a basketball game and there's 30 seconds left on the clock and somebody's dribbling at the top of the key. There's something in me that's like, there's only presence, there's only now. Just like when I'm surfing uh, a wave, there's only now because I could die if I'm not here. And so that was what I was reminding this gentleman of in my program that uh, I could give him more distinctions, but he hasn't embodied the three that we started with, right? And embodiment is not necessarily some like moment where you, where you, you're walking around like, you know, Marianne Williamson. It's, it's when, it's when you don't have to think about it anymore. You are, you are beyond thought. It's, it's who you be. It's, it, the neural network has been laid down. It's what athletes do. They do the same thing over and over and over again. So when they get in the game, there is literally no thought a part of that process. And so if we as entrepreneurs could look at our lives as the tapestry of that space and, and, and create a neural, neural network that finds the magic and the nuance of this space, this game, oh, you win right now. You win that in that moment because here's the thing, and I'm going to say the last thing I'm going to say and we can transition again. You don't know. You don't know, which is why one of my favorite words right now is dot, 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 maybe. You don't fucking know. You have no clue what's trying to happen and you don't know if you're going to be dead in 63 days. You don't know if you're going to be, you know, if you didn't hit the jackpot in 63 days, you don't know. So stay out of the knowing and just play, just play. That's what I got. (laughs) Um, 
Powerful, bro. I'll reflect real quick. And I know Oliver is, is dying to ask you a question, but um, what that landed for me is um, even on my own quest for through me consciousness, you know, how, how much more can I come back to just the present? Because how the fuck do I know what's going to get me into through me consciousness? How the fuck do I know what's trying to come through me right now? Can I just be here and the more that I operate in this moment, the more that I allow myself just to be here and be present to what's true, uh, the more I'll be able to tap into that flow, tap into that connection, tap into what actually needs to be coming through me because your two month old baby is not trying. Your two month old baby is not attempting to be in flow or to tap into being spiritual. Your two month old baby is being spiritual just without any effort. And uh, yeah, just wanted to reflect that in because that's that's ringing true for me right now. Boom, boom. Yeah, man, and and obviously some things came up for me too. And one of the things that uh, I've because so I've discovered recently that I'm a maven. I'm someone who's like has an insatiable desire to learn, basically. And so this important line that you basically summed up uh, that I like to reflect is something that. It's often about learning, or sorry, it's often not about learning something new, but about being reminded of what's true. And like you said, there's just like these, so many people that get on this information high, right? Like, oh, that's, that sounds so interesting and new. And I got to try that. That's probably going to fix everything because I've not thought of it yet versus, dude, do you even like the, the rituals that you know work that you've heard from 30 fucking people? <laughs> are you doing them every day? Because you still know this is true. You don't need something new. Correct. It's very true. powerful. Uh, and then another thing that I love to, to resonate with too is the, the whole dot, 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 maybe, and just play. It actually resonates a lot with where I'm at right now with this whole moving to Costa Rica and everything. Like the epitome of what I've been doing is like what I've been calling adventure, which I believe is, is very resonant to what you're saying with the dot, 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 maybe. It's like you're just seeing life as a dot, 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 maybe slash adventure. I'm just having fun with it. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm throwing myself at it. I think mm. truth, truth. That's um, just going back to the baby. Uh, mm. What my child is displaying will never leave him. And it has never left me nor anybody listening. There's a part of each of us that has never been hurt, harmed or endangered. There's a part of us that is still a curious childlike being and what i believe we way showers are up to is uh, coming back home to the self mm. we are walking each other back home to the self and that walk um as they say and i'm i'm jumping all over the place with all these different metaphors and analogies and stories. Uh, the Lakota tradition says that there's two roads. There's the, uh, the red road. And I've renamed it the, the purple road because they, they call it the black road. Um, and so if there's any Lakota here listening, uh, deep apologies and, and too many things that are black have been labeled. Hmm negatively so i'm gonna i'm gonna change the, the the association with the color so there's the red road which is narrow which is a little more challenging but quite rewarding 
And then there's the purple road, which is wide and easy to navigate, but not as fulfilling. And what I hear you saying that you're up to is the, the red road. A little more challenging, but deeply fulfilling. And the yeah. fulfilling part is because we're, we're riding a wave that we cannot control. That's one of the things I love the most about surfing is this wave comes from thousands of miles away. And it is unique and only there for me in that time in human history. It will never, ever repeat itself. Each wave is a snowflake. And what I do on and with and how I harness that wave is on me. But it chose me. Just like I chose it. And that to me is, is, is very similar to how we navigate life. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hey, everyone. We're interrupting the episode for a few seconds to invite you to a couple offers that we have here at Beyond the Peak. The first one is if you're looking to launch your business as a service entrepreneur, coach, or consultant. This is for you if you want the freedom to travel, to live on your own terms, and build the life you desire through running your own online business, but you don't know where to start or how to grow a full-time income. If this resonates with you and you would like some support, go to beyondthepeak.co slash lifestyle entrepreneur academy by clicking the link below and apply to get some support. The second option is for you if you have a mid six figure coaching or healing business and are looking to scale to seven figures and beyond, but you feel afraid of being overwhelmed by all the sales calls, launches and team growth you'll need to do to get there. If this resonates with you at all and you'd like to learn about how our team can support you, go to beyondthepeak.co slash consulting by clicking the link below and apply there as well. We appreciate your time and attention. Now let's get back to enjoying the episode. Um, I'd love to love to transition the conversation slightly and yet not really, you know, same theme, but slight different direction around, you know, what I what I have a feeling will come up with some people as they hear this, you know, they'll say, Preston, this is all great and all. And I have a multimillion dollar business. I have this thing. I have a team of 30 people that I need to feed. I need to know what's going to happen in the next six months. Mm -hmm. I need to know that there's money coming in to our business. I need to know that we're growing and reaching more people so I can afford to put to, to give to those people on my team what they need to survive because they Truth. rely on me. And as someone who runs an organization with, with you know, 30, 40 people, and I've been in that and I've witnessed you uh, have a beautiful level of trust in your team through that process, um, how do you navigate that same conversation of I don't need to know when you could say reality says, I actually do need to know because I need to provide for my family. I need to provide for my business. I need to provide for the people on my team. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm not saying is, is, is don't plan, right? We, we plan and, and we set goals. But what I am also um, challenging and, and sort of putting into the place is that you can do that. So it gets you going in a direction. But like ultimate truth, ultimate reality is you can't control any of it, right? You can, you can set things up to the degree that you can and hope and pray and all of the other things. But, you know, just like in parenting, I can't stop my kids from, from 
getting the lessons they came to get here in this lifetime. I'd like to. I'd like to be able to block every quote-unquote negative thing that comes their way, but I can't. And it's similar in business from where I sit. Nobody's going to die if we don't hit our quota. Um, and if they do, then that was, it was already written. That was a part of, the, that was a part of their journey. Um, uh, I think it's awesome to, to be planted in, in the reality of like masculine yang energy. Mm. Um, but often those same people lack or are out of practice in their yin. And what they don't understand is it doesn't matter how much structure you put in place, the feminine is going to come and destroy that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she will not be forgiving. <laughs> nope. So uh, it's fun, you know, fun to think you, you got it. You got it all figured out. I've cracked the code. I know the matrix. I've figured out the algorithm. We've got this. And as soon as you think you got it, just like parenting, as soon as you think you got it, oh, my kids sleep. My kids don't shit on themselves. As soon as you think you got it, somebody shits on themselves. And uh, that is... <laughs> that literally happened to me yesterday for the record. Yes. Kira shat on Leona's foot. And then Leo was just like, huh? <laughs> that literally just happened. So no analogy here. Yes. yes, I I know. I know. It's happened to me. It's happened for me. I had poop on my fingers earlier. That was not my oh, poop. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's too good. Yeah, man. Uh, ride the wave. Have fun. Declare. Figure it out. Be super structured and masculine and all that stuff. And hold enough space to where you also know. Because here's what's awesome. And I remind my clients of this. And I'm going to go back to a client. This was like literally eight years ago. I had this client and uh, we were making deep progress. And, and then she got on the call and she lifted up these papers like this. She's, and she, was, she had tears in her eyes. She had these papers and she lifted them up. She said, I got this letter in the mail today. And it's from my ex-husband. And it says that we got to go to court. I took a deep breath with her and I was like that. Thank you for sharing. And so what does that mean? And she's like, what do you mean? What does it mean? It means I got to go to court. And I said, okay, but Tia, tell me more. What do you, because what we're looking at is a white sheet of paper with ink on it. Mm. And how you're perceiving this white sheet of paper with ink on it is causing a physical reaction and tears coming out of your eyes. So I want to know what it means. Where have you taken those words? What have you, what have, where have you placed this? What have you already cast into the future? And it started to land for her like, oh, shit. I've gone, I'm gone, right? I saw this paper. And I was gone. She took that inner critic, that, that inner roommate, mine, I call mine P-murder, took over. Uh, 
took over and just when mind takes over it just wants to murder everything just you're gonna die in a in a you know it's just Cut it all. yeah it's yeah gone. The airplanes crashing everything right wherever i am that's happening right <laughs> it's the worst thing you can imagine like, bro seriously um that for me is uh another reason why i consider myself to be to have a bulletproof mindset is because I, I hardly ever believe that dumbass voice. And most people do. Um, even the, even the, the most spiritual, tapped in, you know, um, <laughs> the people who study and know all the stuff, when shit gets really hard, they just fold and believe. And I've been in enough hard places um, to know that it's still a blessing that this too shall pass i've seen enough storms come and go to know that not one ever ever storm in the history of the planet has ever kept going there's not been one single earthquake that like that just didn't stop it always stops and so if i know that all i have to do is look at nature then then why would i play any other game than Okay. What is this? What is this? Why did I call this in? What is this here to teach me? What do I need to bring forth in myself? Right? Love it's, it, man. Love it. And that actually even just lands for me personally. Like right there, I was like, oh, I just got a little Preston coaching session. Beauty. <laughs> but for real, because with all the stuff that's going on, there's obviously like this, you know, as usual on the front, look at my posts, look at me. I'm in, uh, you know, Costa Rica, all this nice stuff. And like in the back, you just know what's up. Like it's chaos. There's, there's crazy chaos. Some of the worst chaos that I've ever had to encounter. And to your point, it's like, and this is the opportunity to step up. This is the opportunity to grow. This is the opportunity to expand, stretch all the things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, uh, thank you for the reminder. Another one of those things where this isn't news, this is just truth right now. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful to be reminded. Yeah. Um, now, the, a question that I definitely have is, you know, throughout this this podcast, right, you're sounding like, as we mentioned earlier, you're sounding like you've got it figured out, right? Mm -hmm. And and what you figured out is that you just never have it figured out. That. So it's like, <laughs> right? So so this has to bring up the question for people who are just not there yet, right? Yeah. Is how did you get to this point? Yep. Yep. Here it is. Nine and a half years ago. I was sitting in a class in the process of becoming a preacher, if you may, uh, through the New Thought um, Religious Science Movement. And um, I was reading through a book called uh, The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And I got, I don't remember what page it was, but I'll never forget it because I damn near like, you ever read something? Just one sentence that's just like damn near just needles in your eyeball. You're like, it threw me out of my chair. I was like, oh my God, I will never be the same. And I haven't been since that moment. And so the quote from Ernest Holmes was, to get your questions answered and your answers questioned. I'm going to say it again and then just leave a little space and then I'm going to talk about it. Get your questions answered and your answers questioned that for me still to this day is how and the how came from a who 
Mm. Most people just type into Google disempowering things, and Google always answers. What I've come to understand about God is that it's not some white Santa Claus in the sky blessing some people and, and not blessing others. What I've come to know about God is it is, it is frequency, and it can only say yes. What I've come to know about God is there's only one power, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. There's only one. And the same power that Hitler used is the same power that Gandhi uses, the same power that Jesus uses, it's the same power that Preston uses. So that power, from what I've come to understand, is only and always saying yes, 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 and more yes. Now, how it becomes how how the yes gets manifested is through our frequency how we think how we speak how we act all of those things create a conglomeration if you may of uh, experiences and the universe says yes yes i will do your bidding yes i will do your bidding and so here we are from a very early age 99.99% of us, I'll leave space for 1%, but the rest of us, we're in the 99. 99% of us grew up like this. Be a good boy or girl, and mommy and daddy will reward you. If you stop being good and behaving how we would like you to, mommy and daddy will take our love away. Now, while that's happening, mm -hmm. mommy and daddy will send you to a church and a school that will play the same game over and over and over again until we get to about 18, 19 years old. And then we go into quote unquote college where the same game is still being played over and over and over again. Then we expect those same people to go into a relationship. And then both parties begin to perform for love because that's all they've ever known. And so for me, as I peeled the onion back over and over and over again, and every, every, every question that I had that came up with an answer, I, I questioned the answer until I got to isness mm, doesn't do right, wrong, doesn't do good or bad. It just does. It just is. And that isness is only and always saying yes. So all of the judgments I have about myself, my dad and who he should and shouldn't have been, the world, Trump, COVID, anything, all those judgments are within the isness that is only and always saying yes. So I get to write the script. I get to paint the painting. I get to be the Picasso. I get to be, I get to carve out the David. Pun intended. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! Aho! Let's go. <laughs> yep. Preston Smiles Gospel coming in today's podcast. This is church. <laughs> um, man, typically we say we're coming to the end here. Typically we say, you know, is there any final thoughts that you want to drop in? Because this was powerful, man. There was a lot that you shared. There was a lot of magic here. Um, that I'm good to end there. And I want to give you the space to share something. If you want to uh, land the audience off with something here. There's this, um, this story of the, um, of a, a Chinese uh, gardener who uh, one day uh, 
he woke up early in the morning and he went outside and he noticed that his uh, prize horse was gone. And his neighbor came up and said, oh my God, your prize horse is gone. What bad luck you have. And he looked at the neighbor and he said, hmm, maybe so. Um, maybe not. We'll see. Well, uh, the next day goes by and uh, his, uh, his son was out in the field and saw a, uh, a wild horse, a different horse uh, that was with another group that was grazing in the back. And uh, they were able to bring the horse into their stable. And the neighbor said, oh my God, not only did you get one horse, but you got two. What good luck you have. And he said, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Well, later on that day, his son was uh, riding, trying to break the horse in. And he got thrown off the horse and broke his arm. And the neighbor came by that night and said, oh, my God. Your son, your only worker, broke his arm. What bad luck you have. And the Chinese farmer said, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Well, the next day, the, the army came by uh, looking for able-bodied young men to recruit into the army. And when they got to the Chinese farmer's door, they realized that his son had a broken arm and was bruised up, and they kept going. And the neighbor ran over and said, oh, my God, what good luck you have. If it wasn't for that horse, you wouldn't be here. And the Chinese farmer said, maybe, maybe <laughs> not. We'll see. Mm. I am complete. Let's go. Love that, bro. Oh, was something you wanted to say there? No, not at all. I just wanted to make a sound because it sounded so good. Oh, <laughs> you know, just aho. Mm -hmm. Yes. Love it, P. Well, man, thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing your wisdom, for bringing all these lessons. I know there's a few things that really landed for me, and I know I can say the same thing for Oliver. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your life of of entrepreneurship and content and, and magic and family and surfing and all the things that you be to be here with us today. And, uh, you know, the last thing I want to ask you is if someone, you know, feels called by listening to this podcast, they feel called to work with you. Um, how do they do that? What does that process look like? How can they get more of this? Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I just want to acknowledge the little nugget that is waving. Number one, <laughs> um, number two, uh, I want to acknowledge both of you for, for your, your pivot, for your sacred. Yes for you, both of you recognizing that uh, there was another journey calling you forward and, and, and to see and be in the, in the, the midst of that manifestation is nothing short of magical. And of course, that's my other favorite word. Of course, of course, <laughs> look, it's what it does all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other option for you all than this. Um, and so just a huge thank you. And yeah, anybody who's, who wants to work with me, um, if you are in a position financially to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, 
definitely hit me up. But just by me saying that, you should already know that we're, we're talking upwards of 40,000. Um, but if you are not in that position and you still want to go deep and you want to be held, not just by me, but by my crew, because we are ridiculous when it comes to this coaching game. Um, your, your wife was able to uh, jump in and, and see some of the behind the scenes. It is, no. we do not play in this program that I have called Stretch 22. So PrestonSmiles.com, you can find anything there or KaboomCoaching.com forward slash Stretch 22. Either one of those, you can find it. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. And if I never see or hear from any of you ever again, uh, I see you. Thank you. It's not easy being a human these days. And uh, I just appreciate your time, your attention, your energy, and your willingness to, to um, receive. Because that's, uh, that's lesson number three for me. It's one of the biggest. Is, is well, am I willing to receive? Because that's happening on multiple levels. Even the sun that's coming through this window right now is a blessing from God. And I, I have the choice to be moved by that blessing or to just think, oh, it's just the sun. Like, no, no, no. Will you receive? Mm. So I love you all. I appreciate you. Much love. Much love, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Beyond the Peak. Hey, everyone. We're interrupting the episode for a few seconds to invite you to a couple offers that we have here at Beyond the Peak. The first one is if you're looking to launch your business as a service entrepreneur, coach, or consultant. This is for you if you want the freedom to travel, to live on your own terms, and build the life you desire through running your own online business, but you don't know where to start or how to grow a full-time income. If this resonates with you and you would like some support, go to beyondthepeak.co slash lifestyle entrepreneur academy by clicking the link below and apply to get some support. The second option is for you if you have a mid six-figure coaching or healing business and are looking to scale to seven figures and beyond, but you feel afraid of being overwhelmed by all the sales calls, launches, and team growth you'll need to do to get there. If this resonates with you at all and you'd like to learn about how our team can support you, go to beyondthepeak.co slash consulting by clicking the link below and apply there as well. We appreciate your time and attention. Now let's get back to enjoying the episode.